0: Welcome to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life, the podcast. I'm Laurel Holland, here with my co-host, Laurel Boyden. Thank you for joining us as we dive into how doing your inner work, or the beautiful work, is the amazingly effective pathway to creating the life of your dreams. Our hope is to inspire you to explore who you are, who you want to become, and what you want to do with this one precious life. Because when you change, the world changes. And when you do your inner work for the beautiful work, you make the world a more beautiful place for all of us. Welcome back to Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. We're so glad you're here with us. And we're excited to talk to you today about showing up authentically. And why it matters, and why it's so important for you to do this. So we have talked about being authentic before. We've also talked about being present. And today, I think we're going to expand that a little bit and uh, pull some threads together, maybe, Laurel, that have been out there. And we can connect some dots for some people. What do you think?
1: I'm really excited. It is a I great topic. Because we is. often think about being present separate than being our authentic self right and so yeah. combining those two together ooh, it's going to be good
0: i know i know so i have my tea today laurel do you have tea with you or hot water what are you drinking today
1: i'm i'm drinking an oat milk latte
0: <gasps> oh oat milk latte i have um, my solstice tea my my herbs mm. from that i collected at summer solstice and I like to uh, dry them and then use them in the wintertime for winter solstice. So I start using them and give them away. So this is my
2: last one. Cheers. Oh, cheers. Mm. Okay, so let's dig into this topic. Laurel,
0: showing up authentically. Woof. We were just talking as we were getting ready to come in to uh, you know, record our podcast today, and one of the things that came up was this idea of um, growing your comfort zone and how when we find ourselves in places where we are uncomfortable, how can we still show up for ourselves and for other people fully, right?
1: Yes. And, and it is isn't Girl. always easy. <laughs> no, it is yeah. not easy, yeah, you know yeah. in the often when I think about growing my comfort zone, it is learning a new skill, it's taking on a new activity that I've not done before, but when we were talking, in particular, it came up with imposter syndrome and a little bit of um what was the word I used um intimidation, yes. feeling intimidated by a situation.
0: That's great. That's a great one for us to examine and help, you know, because I think a lot of listeners, we find ourselves in those spots. And what do we do when we get there? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. (laughs) You tell (laughs) me. No, we'll do this together. (laughs) Okay.
1: So, what I think about often when I'm, you know, in that situation, anytime that I'm feeling a little bit of discomfort, you know, it is kind of my clue to lean into it. Like, oh, if this makes me uncomfortable, this is an area that I need to experience, because it will lead to growth, right? Yes. Perfect. And so that often I think about that, you know, feeling imposter syndrome or intimidated. is a great example of being out of my comfort zone. And so how do I show up? The first thing I do is I tell myself that I'm safe, right? That yeah. I have Everything I need, I have all the knowing I need in yeah. order to learn more, right, and so it yeah. it calms my nervous system mm-hmm. in a way that allows me to show up to put myself in that place, yeah, um that's great, and then you know reminding myself, I'm here to learn, I'm learning and growing every day,
0: yeah, yeah, that's great, that's great yeah. and I think. Um, you know, one of the things that I've gotten comfortable with, that I think is um, a place that we often are afraid to get to is, I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer for you. And so that's the place where we go, uh Oh, what, what if we're in that situation, that will be big air quotes with my hands now, a problem, versus For me, I think my revelation on that was: if I don't know, I don't know. I don't have to know everything in the whole wide world. I don't know everything in the whole wide world. I never will know everything in the whole wide world. So I'm okay with that. And if I get to a point where I go, "Wow, I don't, I don't really know how I can help you," or "I don't really know if that's in my wheelhouse right now," I'm okay with that. Right? So it's like stepping, always having that uh, you know, it's, again, you know, we talk about these, having these underlying beliefs that, um, support us or don't support us, or we are aligned with them or we're not aligned with them. And so the underlying belief here would be, it would be, it's a problem if you don't know everything, or you're going to look like a fool if you don't know, you know, like find what that underlying belief is and then change it. Now is your opportunity to change it to something that supports you that is more aligned with what you truly believe i mean i don't think people look like a fool when they say i don't know so that that's not my belief right right yeah but we got that probably in school when you know we felt foolish because we didn't have the right answer or whatever yeah
1: yes but we were called on and we had no idea what the answer was yeah. you know there's an exercise i do with with clients that is um a writing exercise a journal exercise of what you know to be true. And mm-hmm. so this I offer up to our listeners and I use with clients in order to strengthen that which we already know mm-hmm. so that as what we know becomes bigger what we don't know becomes smaller. And I do this for myself when I'm feeling out of that you know out of my comfort zone. What do I know to be true? And when i make that list many of those things that i know to be true help me with what i where i'm going the spot that i'm going into or the place of discomfort that i'm going into and especially helps with imposter syndrome
2: right because right.
1: i know a lot that will help me in a situation that's unfamiliar
0: yeah i think that's um that's the other thing too is uh and what you're describing is Feeling like I can go into any situation and I can become a learner and I can ask questions and I'm willing to be open and recognize that this is a place of growth for me versus being going in being like, oh, I'm afraid to show that I don't know it. Right. Yeah. Um, and so those two things change your whole way of showing up. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And when we talk about showing up authentically, like I am a curious person. Yeah. And so what is it that has me fearful of going into a situation and having to admit I'm here to learn or I don't know, you know, like I'm curious. So why can't I show up and ask why or ask for more information?
0: Yeah, so, that's great. So that so let's go, let's go right there, Laurel, because I feel like when we're intimidated, right, it's because we're perceiving something outside us is usually some sort of threat, whether it's yes. real or not. Right. Yeah.
1: Yes. And that's why I start with I'm safe. Right.
0: Yes. Perfect. Right. Perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And it is true. And I think oftentimes the intimidation and being afraid of showing up as your authentic self, there's something in there also that is about comparison with others and not believing that you're enough. Right?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, right. so, so what that's hard to unravel sometimes because there might be shame tied to why we don't dare to show up as our full authentic self. Yeah. Um, yeah. maybe it's fear of judgment. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. And I think that wh- when we, um, so this is this is kind of a crucial, I think a crucial part of exploring this for each of us individually is do you have a history of being shamed or being judged? And are you presently in relationships where you're being shamed or being judged? And if that's true, then what happens is our authentic self will feel like i am being threatened There, there's a real threat there if you are if you and if you stay in those relationships and you can't figure out how to take care of yourself or stand up to them and work through them and eliminate that kind of behavior then you do see life as threatening and people as threatening and that's kind of in your nervous system oh it is yeah
1: it really yeah. is and you know the gift though of of revealing more of your authentic self slowly, and maybe maybe you're doing it with people, other people, other right. in other relationships, right? In and safe, so, yeah, in a safe place. Right. But the gift of doing it is that you um, you connect more deeply with people who see you for who you are, rather than the relationships who shame you for who you are, right? And that connection, I mean, look at our connection.
0: Right, right. <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean yeah. Because we you know, we, I, we wholly support one another. Yes. So we know that if we show up and say, Wow, today I feel like I'm having an imposter syndrome day. I don't know what I I don't know if I can talk about stuff, right? It's like yeah. it's okay. Right. Yeah. I'm here to remind you, sure you can and you're here to remind me sure you can laurel you know enough you're good you're ready to go right yeah. So it's that idea of and if you don't know it fine that's fine too we don't again we all don't know everything yeah
1: you know but it, i know i've told the story before on um previous podcasts but you know years ago five six i'm not exactly sure when it was it could have been seven even years ago when i said to my husband one day you're going to read my obituary, and you're going to be surprised. And he said, yeah. "Why? What are you? why are you hiding from me?" And my answer was, "Nothing. That I'm not hiding from myself." Yeah. And but I was in that place where yeah. I was in a in a job where I really had to be a chameleon. I had to be all things to all people, um, and and it changed depending on which audience I was in, and. I was just beginning to really, really tap into kind of my, my inner work and discover who I really am, who I've always been at the core. And so it was the relationship with him in particular, I had been in relationship with him for years, 20, 20 years. Mm. And my worry of if I started to reveal who I really was, who I've always been, who I didn't dare to show up as, what would he think? right would he like right. that would he like that person
0: I right? told, I so relate to that Laurel yeah I do I do and part of it is last year my word was unbound and I kind of said the same thing to my husband at the beginning of the year I said you might I want you to know Watch my out. word is unbound I don't know what's going to come out you might not like me by the end of the year and he was not happy that I said that at all he was like what <laughs> because again we have uh, a twenty-year history now, and it's like I know who you are. What are, you know, I'm like. Well, I think there might be parts of me that I don't know. And so, really, when we're saying it, we're really probably saying it to ourselves, right?
1: I think so too. And
2: yeah,
0: and
1: you know, are we afraid of once that you start to get the ink, inkling? Is that the right word? The nudges yeah. Yeah. of who you always have been, yeah. and start to realize that you've you've not and courageous enough to show up as your authentic self in the past yeah. it it's a little bit wobbly
0: yeah it is it is I think one of the things I found um, out about myself if I if I was going to really align be unbound right be true to my soul my heart my soul and be able to it's interesting because the unbound part meant that I had to put boundaries outside myself in better ways right was I had to honor. Wow, I, I need a I need a fair amount of alone time, and so I'm not always going to want to go and do when you might want to go and do. Um, I I um I don't always want to uh, have conversations with people when we're walking in the neighborhood, right? So I want to keep walking. You want to stop and talk. Ooh, you can stop and talk. I'm going to keep going. Ooh, you know, like it puts us in these places where. Uh, you know, there's a real decision to make, right? And and to practice just doing the thing that you're not comfortable doing or you haven't been doing that feels more aligned with yourself is hard, but it also doesn't have to be forever in every single circumstance. I could still choose to stay and talk one time, right? Even though I might want to move on. Yeah. And so this is just the ability to have the choice around it rather than staying in that automatic patterning, you know, based on people pleasing, uh, my relationship comes first, or whatever the things are that have been driving it so far. And, yeah. uh yeah, so showing up authentically, you know, is uh, a practice. And also you can show up authentically and still sacrifice what you really want. Tell me more. Yeah. So for instance, right, I could, and this is a great example where I say, uh, my husband invites me to do something. Part of me really doesn't want to do it. I'd rather just stay here, but I sit for a moment and I think about how much time have we spent together lately? You know, I, how how do I'm feeling into how important this seems to him. And I decide, I feel like this is important to spend some time with him, to to be there with him for this thing. And so I'm going to go ahead and do it, even though mm-hmm. I might rather be doing this. And, right. and I'm showing up authentically. I've thought about it, and I'm making a willing sacrifice, right, to, right. to do it's that. Not, yeah.
1: It's not that you're doing it on autopilot out of right. fear. of Yeah. The-
0: not whatever. doing it, right? Right. And right. so looking bad, uh, losing the relationship, being being judged for it, whatever the things are that cause us to just automatically do something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that I think that is a really good clue for when we're not showing up authentically, when the thought comes into our mind, what will people think? Yeah. How will this look? Yeah. Yeah, right?
2: that's great. Because those
1: yeah. are really external
2: yes and yes
1: rather than what do i need what will nourish me mm. in this time
0: yeah yes and and interestingly um i want to you know we talk about this show is showing up authentically what it means and why it's so important and i think we're talking about what it means and why it's so important is just what we're talking about but the the bottom line of what it does is it 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 empowers us. So for instance, in the example where I'm showing up authentically, but I'm also sacrificing something that I really want to do, then to feel empowered in that situation, I have to I have to go fully into that experience, and then I want to show up as my best self. I don't want to mm. show up resentful, feeling like I'm a victim. I really feel like I had to go, so I went, you know, like that doesn't feel good and that's not really going to empower us ultimately what's going to empower us is like i felt good you know i felt good being there i felt good like i gave up some time that you know maybe was really important to me but we had a really nice time together um wh- whatever it is right but that i have decided i'm doing it and then i go willingly and i bring my full self to it
1: that's really important reminder yeah. really really is yeah. um and so when I think about why it's important, you know, that um, being able to show up authentically even when we don't want to, right? But one of the reasons I think it's so important is when when we're not showing up as our authentic self, when we're going somewhere, we agree and then we feel all those feelings of resentment or you know, lack of control or lack of authority to make our own decisions you know we're creating that internal conflict within us right right. you know and the internal conflict i mean we know this from an energetic perspective from a physical well-being perspective creating that inner conflict really has some you know some risk yeah detrimental risk
2: yeah yeah, and
1: so how can you show up as your authentic self you know, and making those decisions and minimizing or eliminating your internal conflict.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is at some level, probably getting a little more complicated in the world today. Don't you Laurel? Because we have so many pressures on us to do, 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 do. And so ultimately, if you feel like that's your pressure all the time and you know it, and you feel uh, tired by it, overwhelmed by it, you know, and you do go and have those feelings where you feel resentful, you're mad, because you really want to be doing something else, whatever, you know, the only way to really, uh, uh, ameliorate that, right, to, 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 to make the situation better is to begin to, uh, lower, lower your engagement level, right, and, and we all are overly engaged. It's ge- and in generally, we all are overproducing, over engaging, over more than like what our nervous system often and our energy can can do in the world today. And so for most of us, you know, the challenge is how do you how do you just ramp it back and have a quieter lifestyle?
2: Yeah.
1: Especially when you think of the season we're in. Right. Yeah. So yeah. It is we we have um we have the pressure not only to do, but to be, right? And this is back to the comparison, right? Yeah. How can you be focused inward and create a life that you want, regardless of, I'm going to say, I was going to say regardless of the pressure, but that's really hard. <laughs> that's no
0: easy, easy task. But yeah. how can you begin yeah. to do that? How can you begin to do that? yeah I think ultimately the priority becomes uh you know for for many of us, it takes a crisis to get there, so sometimes it's a health crisis, as you know, you've had your own right you know yep. you know what yep. that's like I've had mine yep. um where we rec- we recognize that the overdoing uh, the uh lack of authentic authenticity showing up in ways that we uh have felt resentful for or wished wished were different and we didn't change it um bring us to a point where we're physically ill right? And for me, I always think about that, um, the hierarchy, you know, it, it it shows up in the spiritual, uh, energetic realm, it comes into your mind, at some level, in some way, emotionally, you start to experience and the final thing is physical. And so by the time that you're getting sick, (laughs) that thing has been around for a while, you just haven't wanted to deal with it, really. And I know it. I mean, I know it for myself. So I know this to be true. Um, And anybody who's experienced it can validate it for themselves. But Um, you know, we, and the body, once the body speaks, it's, if you don't listen, you know, you're asking for even more trouble. So the, yeah, the goal is really to, how do you listen and how do you, and this comes back to showing up authentically, showing up authentically means, you know, and we, we, Laurel, you're, you know, you bring this up so often as this idea of embodiment, you know, being fully in your body. Listening deeper into your body, like there's so much information that's coming from heart, from belly, right? Our intuition is down in belly space. So we, if, if we can connect there and honor the information that's coming up, we can often prevent ourselves from going into a physical crisis.
1: Yes, I think that practice of asking your heart, you know, and then asking your intuition. Yeah. Um, not asking your head, which is where most of us live, many of us live in the society we live in, um, is a really good way to tap into when it is up here, right? When it's when it's outside of you in the energetic world, um, before it comes into a physicalness. Yeah. Um, and I also, one of the questions I've started to to ask myself, you know, um, I think two questions are coming to mind that might help with the authenticity showing up as your authentic self. Um one is is this fear based or love based, right? That's great.
2: Yeah. Um yeah.
1: the other that has I've I've tapped into more recently, really recently is is this ego nourishing or is this soul nourishing? Yes. And when I think about the difference there it's the external Oftentimes our ego is fed from external validation and confirmation, and our soul is nourished with with internal, right? Or spiritual. And so that kind of contrast yeah, is a real a really nice guide for me currently. Maybe our listeners will will find that beneficial too.
0: That's great. Now, I, I'm glad you um, brought those up because we we're getting ready to wrap up. And I feel like those are great journaling prompts, or I like them too, as um, questions to post for a while, right? To be, so you can integrate those questions more readily. If you know, this is a topic for you that you want to explore more in, uh, in more depth this year, if you're working towards maybe your word is authentic this year, then these are great um, uh, reminders of how to keep checking in with yourself. The other one, the exercise that I'll um put out to our listeners today is um and this is another one where you might post this, right? Is find your top five values, which we've we've gone through. There's a, a previous um uh values episode that we did in season one, and uh so we help you kind of figure out how to do that. So find your top five values and post them. And then when you feel like you have inner conflict in a situation. You know, look at what values might be vi- being violated mm. or where are you out of alignment, right? Um, what might be the opposite of one of those values that you're trying to align with and it doesn't feel good? You don't, you're resisting it, right? Yeah. Um, because I do think but, that the, the journey to authenticity is, um, is a practice and it's trial and error, right? Sometimes we have to go down a path that doesn't feel authentic to really own no that's not me that doesn't feel good right yeah yes
1: yeah yes it's a really good point point. and how do you want to feel
0: yeah right?
1: tapping into the classic question yes yes
2: mm-hmm. oh.
0: well so good another- and that'd be another question to post right yes if we yes. come back to authenticity right how do you want to feel today and if you if that's really your touchstone, and and you keep aligning your life so that you're not feeling that way, or organizing your life so you're not feeling that way, it's going to be really hard to show up authentically. Yes, it really is. Yeah. yeah. Well, Laurel, okay. as we can see, this was the hard. This is going to be a hard one to end. So we're just going to cut it off right here. We'll be back, I'm sure, to talk about this and touch on this in more episodes to come. Yeah.
1: Thank you for another wonderful conversation. Uh, Thank I you, Laura. All
0: right. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We're glad you're with
1: us on this journey. If you're ready to dive deeper into the beautiful work, join us in our private Facebook group where we continue the conversation and support one another in our inner work. Did you know that we're both life coaches? It would be an honor to work with you when you're ready to dig into your own beautiful work. You'll find our contact information in the show notes. Thanks for being with us here at Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. As you do your beautiful work, know that we're here for you. Are there topics that you'd like to explore?
0: Send us an email.
1: If you enjoyed the podcast, the best compliment we receive is when you share the podcast with a friend. We're glad you're with us to elevate the conversation and open up new pathways for all of us.